Hey everyone, welcome to B2B Made Simple. I'm Sam Moss, the CEO and co-founder of OneClick Agency. On this show, I interview marketing experts from fast-growing B2B SaaS companies. We feature podcast episodes I'm a guest on, and sometimes we throw in a consulting call I've done with another company. Our goal with this show is to equip you and give you the tools you need to be the best marketer you can be. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This was an episode I did with John V. Gandhi on the Unbound B2B podcast. Um, talked about a number of different different topics, but mostly about um, video and how we execute it on LinkedIn, um, how we pull video from our podcast and why it's important for brand, um, what it can do on a daily basis or even a weekly basis when your buyers or potential buyers are seeing you over and over again through video. Um, So we touched on all that and then one of the questions she had at the end was, uh, what's our secret sauce in B2B? Um, So love touching on that as well and I hope that you enjoy this interview. So how did you become so passionate about, you know, B2B podcasting? I just, uh, you know, had that note that uh, today you uploaded episode number 166 of B2B Made Simple. So what was your entire journey like while, you know, B2B podcasting and for uh, one click agency? Um, so it, it actually started as a business podcast for business owners. Um, and the whole reason behind us starting B2B Made Simple is because we wanted to create um, content and a valuable asset for our buyers and our potential buyers. Um, so what, what I mean by that is we're creating content for people that we want to buy our product. So this is a great discoverability um, medium for people to come to our podcast, enjoy it, get familiar with us, get familiar with our brand and consume the content. Um, and before we went 100% into focusing on B2B SaaS companies for our web development services, we were doing this for small businesses. And we had the same um, strategy with our podcast. And that was B2B made simple, uh, not B2B, small business made simple. Um, so that's how we actually started the new podcast, which is B2B made simple simple is because we had so much success doing what we were doing in the small business world. And when we changed our business model um, to, to service the B2B SaaS industry, we thought to ourselves, well, what a better way to do this than to introduce um, a marketing podcast that would hopefully be helpful for that industry, just like our previous podcast was uh, helpful for the small business world. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, that's a trend in B2B SaaS uh, industry that uh, uh, each and every, uh, you know, company is going for video marketing, they are going for webinars, podcasting and everything over here. So, you know, the main uh, thing which is lagging here is how to create that valuable B2B video marketing strategy for the customers because uh, each and every company is different. Every organization is different. The services are different. So, you know, what what are that main points that a uh, marketer need you know, to keep in mind while they're designing the strategy. Mm-hmm. When it comes to video marketing, um, I mean, we we definitely execute it on my personal LinkedIn. And okay. one thing that has really stuck out to me is a video marketing strategy shouldn't be a teaser video that kind of cuts off and it's like, oh, I wonder what they were about to say. What we found is you need to give the valuable information in the video itself on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever it is, wherever it is you're distributing, distributing your content, because the moment you try to pull someone away from the platform is the moment they're going to scroll 
and have no interest in watching another one of your videos. But if you deliver value in the platform that you are distributing your videos, people are much more likely to consume the content later down the road, go find the long form content. And then three, have this really strong affinity toward your brand. So that the number one thing just to recap is don't make a teaser, like give the value in the post, in the video, right there in the platform, and then give them the opportunity, maybe in the comments to say, Hey, here's the link to the podcast. If you want to dig further, but they need to be able to take all of the value from the post itself. Okay. I think uh, the best source for the information or the content that uh, we podcasters or video uh, you know, video casters can get is from the customers because ultimately, you know, we are offering them services and everything. So I think that's the best way, uh, like you said, uh, for the comment section, you know, have that insight, uh, you know, to see what they want, what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can get a lot of insights from uh, people that comment on your posts. You can get a lot of insights just from scrolling in the feed in yeah. a social network. Um, you can see what people are asking in Facebook groups, and you can create content around that. Um, what we do is we interview B2B marketing experts on our podcast, and then we chop it up into um, micro clips for LinkedIn. And that just gives us a like a demand for marketers who are looking to see what their peers are doing when it comes to marketing. Yeah. Um, so that's our strategy behind it. All right. So, uh, you know, generally there are two aspects of uh, B2B marketing. One is brand building. That is the long-term goals. And another is B2B sales activation uh, for revenue generation, which is basically a short-term goal. So uh, how video marketing can help in brand building? when we are introducing a new video marketing strategy, uh, strategy into B2B SaaS company, which is already established. So, you know, how it can help in brand building. So how can it help build the brand and yes. like the affinity? Yeah. Yeah. So let's say that you have a subject matter expert within yeah. your company and they're the ones hosting your podcast. They're the ones um, creating the video content, similar to what uh, Chris Walker is doing. I do it from time to time. I'll put like a video that I record on my LinkedIn. Yeah. And what that does is people are seeing your face every single day in the feed. They're becoming familiar with you. They're becoming comfortable with you. Excuse me. And ultimately they're learning to trust you. That's brand. Okay. And the mistake that I see people make is they try to get the sale. They, they create a video. And then the final half of the video is, Hey, book a discovery call with us. This is what we do. Hmm. that's not building brand. That's trying to get people to buy your product. Right. If you really truly are focused on building brand, hmm. you will play the long game and put months and months of content out there, not expecting anything in return. Okay. So with the video content, when it's you or someone from your company or someone that is directly tied to you, hmm. people are going to build that affinity toward your brand because they're seeing you in their personal feed whether it's LinkedIn or any other social network every single day, hopefully. Right. So uh, you talk, uh, you know, you just said that uh, B2B uh, uh, for, brand, for brand building, it's great, but not for the sales. Like uh, for an example, an SDR is approaching a potential B2B customer. Uh, how can we, you know, use video marketing in sales? Like I understand that, you know, previously you uh, 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 rejected this thing that video marketing can't be used as sales, but, uh, you know, how can we use in a B2B sales funnel? There are different parts of it. So if we wanted to use and what it could be. 
So there are some things that I see companies do wrong and maybe it works for some people, but the one thing is they will put a video and they'll DM the video to their prospect that, you know, they're trying to get to buy. Right. Right. And I've seen like hacks where they'll put like, they'll write the name on the coffee cup and say, Hey, happy to have virtual coffee with you, Sam. I don't know. I just feels kind of cheesy in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I would suggest doing is these SDRs start creating content Mm -hmm. with their videos. And there's two types of content. So Mm -hmm. you have relational content Mm -hmm. and you have operational content. Relational content is what we've been talking about. It's um, this high level content. For example, us, it's like how to uh, become a better marketer, how Mm -hmm. to hone in your craft. That's relational content that Mm -hmm. spans from like top of funnel all the way into like when they're offboarded as a client, like years past, they can still consume that content because it helps them in their everyday life. Mm. Now, operational content might be more helpful to create demand Mm. and directly correlate with your product as an SDR. So that could be for us, um, how to build a better website, how to get more conversions on um, your homepage, how to um, talk about your brand in a way that people like are excited about to do, like to do business with you. That's more operational content that's Mm -hmm. honed in and tied directly to what your, um, product and your company offers. Mm -hmm. And that's how I would, uh, um, approach it as like a sales channel. Mm -hmm. And again, you don't want to get salesy with it and saying, Mm -hmm. Hey, we can help and and turning the video into like a sales pitch, but more just creating demand and showing your expertise, basically giving them the tools to do it on their own if they wanted to. And then nine times out of 10, they're not going to do that. And they're just going to come back to you. Yeah. Okay. So um, I have noticed this, uh, you know, one trend, like during the pandemic, the video marketing uh, webinars, podcasting have increased tremendously. Like each and every organization is any way associated to any one type of video marketing or all types of video marketing. So what do you think the main reason, uh, you know, reason behind this might be? Either it, it is due to the pandemic or it was a demand of this particular industry that we need to introduce video marketing into our strategies to get more humanized uh, touch over the entire strategy. I think that it's a combination of both what the pandemic caused mm-hmm. and two, humans want like a personal connection. Mm-hmm. So I think B2B brands are starting to realize that personal connection is what will win in yeah. the long run when it comes to business. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the B2C world has been doing that for a long time. Yes. They use user-generated content. Mm-hmm. They're on TikTok joking around in the comment section with their buyers. Like they're fun and they're personable and they're relational. And I think the combination of what happened with the pandemic and everyone being on social networks now and online pretty much 100% of the time has a huge effect, but also it's just B2B once again, following in the footsteps of what the um, B2C world has been doing for years now. Yeah. So I think we have started implementing B2C because that's more of a personal touch. But at the same point, B2B marketers also talk about automation. So there is uh, autom- uh, automation, AI coming into the picture, more and more involving with our entire sales funnel, marketing funnel and everything. And there is also this one thing, video marketing, which is giving the humanization touch to our strategies that, you know, we have both the things in our in our plate. We can give you both, uh, you know, automation and human touch as well. 
Mm-hmm. Well, again, just going back to the human touch, that's what we want. Yeah. as people. And Dave Gearhart does a great job explaining the difference between B2C and B2B. Mm. B2B or B2C, you're selling to a human. You're selling to a person. Yeah. B2B, you are selling to a person that works at a company. Right. It's the same person. They want the human connection. They want to feel uh, valued. They want to know a face to the company that they can trust. And I think video marketing um is a great way to do that because they're seeing who's in the company, who's delivering the value. And even if you were to throw in some like humor, which I'm a big fan of just for fun, like that's another way that people can connect. Um, And I think TikTok's going to be uh, probably the medium that that starts happening more and more in the B2B world. Yes. TikTok is favorite of everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes out of the blue, when, you know, everything is going line wise, okay, we have, uh, you know, video marketing strategy planned, everything, but sometimes the strategy don't work out for, a, you know, that particular company, we are talking about B2B SaaS company over here. So what do you think that, uh, you know, what they are lagging or what they are missing that they need to take care of in further steps? Excuse me, sorry. Yeah. Just drank some water and, uh, went down the wrong tube. <laughs> but anyway, um, what they're lagging typically a lot of times is the content just isn't delivering. Okay. Plain and simple. And that what I mean by that is like your buyers aren't interested in it because you misread, you misread the room. You misread what you thought that they would be interested in. Maybe you didn't talk to your ideal buyers and therefore you didn't get the feedback from them as to what would be interesting. Um, so I think that's a key factor too. Maybe it's just, maybe just people aren't good at distributing content. Let's say that you created this fantastic video and you posted it to your website. Mm -hmm. And then all you did was took the link to that, that uh, video Mm -hmm. and you put it on LinkedIn and said, Hey, check out our new video. Yeah. No one's going to click that link to go look at the new video. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have to have some strategy behind like how you're distributing it. How easy is it going to be for someone to consume Mm -hmm. and how good is the content? And another great way to do this, I think we mentioned is go into the comment section of what people are. So Facebook groups, LinkedIn communities, LinkedIn influencers, Mm -hmm. see what people are asking Mm -hmm. from into your industry. You can see the headline of what their, their job title is. You can figure Mm -hmm. out if they're someone that would be a good person to base a question off of Mm -hmm. and then create content around it. For example, someone in a Facebook community I'm in, they said, how would you define uh, demand generation? or demand gen in 140 words or 140 characters or less. Right. And I think that's a really interesting question because not many people really can define it in a good way. It'd be a perfect thing for me to take a video or to create a video and just say, Hey, this is what I saw. Here's what I think. And there's a good example. You post the video on LinkedIn and call it a day. Okay. So uh, what are your favorite video marketing strategy or remarkable strategy, which probably stuck in your mind, you know, like HubSpot we are talking because they have this entire section for webinar. You know, they put everything in there from internet communications, from, you know, corporate communications, uh, everything. It's like they have another section. That's my favorite for for video marketing strategy. What's your one? Um, My favorite one would be using a social network just because you have the organic reach. Um, hopefully. So right now that would be either LinkedIn, um, which is starting to decline. And then you have TikTok, which is, is still has a lot of organic reach. And then on top of that, you have, um, Instagram reels, which 
are, it just depends on where your buyers are. Right. Um, and then, so I would post content in there. And the best one that I've seen is for example, Chris Walker knocks this out of the park. He has a webinar slash AMA Q and a every single week where his ideal buyers come on and ask really high level, um, intricate, really, uh, marketing questions. He records it and he answers it. And then he takes his answer and puts it on LinkedIn. And then he looks like the subject matter expert. He looks like a pro he's, um, qualifying himself to buyers and he's really just building a brand for himself with doing that. And that's probably the best one that I've seen. Um, and it's my favorite because of just the organic reach and the amount of people that you can touch with the content. No, great. Um, so we are walking into 2020 in the next two, three months, right? So what does the marketer need to be aware when, you know, they are designing this strategy? Is there, you know, some changes need to make because 2021 was all about video marketing, was it was all about podcasting. So what's new would be there in 2022 or the main points which marketer need to be aware of? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say the more personable you can be, the better. You don't have to be this extremely polished $30,000 five minute video that you post on LinkedIn. It could be something that is like fun that you throw up uh, on on social media or your YouTube channel or whatever it may be um, that can show your culture. It can show what you do as a team. It can make fun of your expertise. For example, there is um, this girl I've seen on TikTok. This was so cool. She she basically says, Hey, I'm going to redesign Hmm. the um, logos of these famous brands. So she's taken McDonald's, she's taken um, Procter and Gamble. She's taken uh, like the NFL. And what she does is she sits there and she on the video draws like this horrible logo. And she says, this is why I think like the old logo is um, not very good. Here's my new suggestion. And these videos have blown up. Right. Mm -hmm. And she has this huge following now. And these brands are actually changing their logo to what she created in like Microsoft Paint. Right. And it's so funny because like it's making fun of her expertise as a graphic designer, but it like brings awareness to her. And that's just like the creativity that I find is like super cool. And I think that B2B brands need to be okay with like getting a little rough around the edges with the content. It doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And it needs to make a personal connection more than anything um these days right great so what is that one secret uh, you know source of yours which always worked for you in b2b podcast i would love to know the ingredient though yeah so in b2b co- uh, podcasting our secret sauce um i would say really be intentional about yeah. the guests that you have on your show okay. and the questions that you're asking them mm. right because the whole time you should be one definitely creating like a relationship with the guest, but also like you have for us, like VPs, CMOs, directors of marketing, listening to our show. And I want to give them the best value possible. So every single time in an interview, I'm thinking in my head of a few of those names that might be listening to our podcast and thinking, is this something that they would listen to? Is this too shallow? Is this me kind of going down a bunny trail? And I actually have people in my mind that I'm thinking, man, 
I hope that this person would find this helpful because I know they're listening to the show and it keeps me accountable as a podcast host to deliver on the content side and to be really intentional about delivering value in every single episode that we, that we put out. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being in the show. That was uh, amazing. 